Getting help isn't always as easy as it seems. Why? Because you have to know when to ask for help. You have to know how to ask for help, and you have to be willing to accept it when it comes along. All three are part of the equation. And in order for help to feel good or aligned, you need to nail all three. Like most black women and women of color, when I was a little girl, I was taught by way of example and verbally that I'm supposed to be strong, that there's nobody coming to rescue me, and that if I want something done right, I have to do it myself. While these lessons were certainly taught in hopes that we would grow to be self-sufficient, they sometimes were misguided and inadvertently created generations of women who don't know how to properly ask for help, let alone receive it. Hi, welcome to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast, a podcast for Black entrepreneurial women who crave practical information. I'm Khalida Dubose, and in this podcast, I want Black women and women of color to know what's possible. Today, that means making it normal to ask for help and accept help in all areas of your life. I truly believe that asking for help is a form of self-care and an investment in your overall health as a person. All right, ladies, let's jump right in here. I know firsthand how hard it is to be vulnerable and ask for help. But I am a strong believer that it is one of the fastest ways to grow in your business and in your personal life. It is so crucial to your success to know when to ask for help, to know how to ask for it, and how to accept it when it comes along. I'm going to be vulnerable and say that I am speaking from personal experience and from what I've seen with my clients. I want to talk about this because I know that there are women in this community who are struggling with this. So if this is something that's been hard for you in your journey so far, as I said in the intro, it isn't uncommon. So forgive yourself and know that you too can get over this hump. Let's break down these three points. When is it time to ask for help? It's time to ask for help before you think you need it. We have this idea that we should seek help when things are falling apart. And that is exactly the opposite of what you want to do. You do not want your life to be on the brink of disaster. You don't want your business to be on the brink of disaster or your parenting to be on the brink of disaster before you seek help. I think that the best time for you to ask for help is when you've made up your mind about something. For instance, if you're a coach like I am and you know that you have multiple clients and then somebody asks you to speak on a panel and you're thinking, okay, how am I going to juggle this? That right there is a clue. You have a lot on your plate. It's filling up and you're trying to figure out how to juggle. It's time to ask for help. It's time to look at your business and think to yourself, where are the areas that I can start to outsource and I can seek help? The perfect question that I like to ask myself is, who can help me with this? And you can do the same thing when we're talking about other aspects of your life. For instance, if you're talking about health, if you're really trying to get healthy, if you want to set a personal goal like running a marathon or a half marathon, you could say, hey, who can help me with this? Clearly, a running coach or a personal trainer, or maybe you need to focus on nutrition, they can help you with that. So ladies, these are very simple examples because most of us were raised to believe that 
we need to be completely stretched to the brim before we ask somebody to help us. And in my opinion, that is the wrong time to ask. And we'll get into that in the next point. So how do we ask for help? Asking for help doesn't always look the way we might think it does. So if you have mindset blocks around asking for help in the first place, you could just start out with, how can I help me? Okay, that's what I did when I was first thinking, I know I need help, but I just don't know how to do this. This feels weird. So I asked myself, how can I help me? Typically, the smart way to help yourself is to first get clear Get clear on what it is you need help with. And this is going to be so helpful for the person who comes in to help you because once you're clear on things, things can run so much smoother. So the first way, the first person who's actually helping you is you. And what you're doing is you're asking yourself, how can I help me? And the answer should be, I can get clear on what I actually need help with so that I can figure out who's the perfect person for it. And then when they come in to help me, it can be a smooth transition. The second part to the how is give yourself permission that once you get clear, once you identify who's going to be the person to help you and you get clear on what are the things you need to help with, that you then give yourself permission to actually take that action. Pick up the phone, click on the website, whatever it is you need to do that you actually give yourself the permission to go get the help. All right, now you've you know when to ask for help, you know how to ask for help. The third piece to this is accepting that help when it comes along. What do I mean by this? All right, I'm going to tell you guys a relatively short story. (laughs) When I was in my like early to mid 20s, I hired a personal trainer, I wanted to run faster, be more agile, be strong. I wanted to you know, six pack abs at the time. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. So I naturally thought, let me go to somebody who does. And so I hired a personal trainer. He was amazing. All right. So this personal trainer trained me. He kicked my butt up and down the gyms. He made me run seven miles once. I remember so many things that he did. He really pushed me and made me stretch outside of my comfort zone. And that was amazing because inside of four months, first of all, Before I started working with him, there was no way I could run even one mile. And inside of four months, I was able to run seven miles on top of being in the best shape of my life. And I'm sure being in my 20s helped with that, but I was in the best shape of my life and I was loving it. Okay. But at the time he was coaching me, I was very coachable. And I remember saying, you know, telling my mom, what my workouts were and her being like, there's no way I would ever do that. I'd be so angry if somebody made me do that. And I remember thinking, I'm paying this guy thousands of dollars to make me do this, which is a very interesting concept in itself. But I knew that I wanted an end result and he was the perfect person to give me that. So now let's contrast this with several years later in my early 30s, working in medical, my medical device career, and I was just tired and fatigued and just a, you know, ball of crankiness. And I was thinking, I want to be strong and healthy again. What do I do? Well, the last time I hired a coach. So this time I thought, let me do the same thing. This time I hired a coach and he started training me and it was going well, but I was in a completely different mindset. 
and I was rigid and I wasn't willing to stretch and I didn't want him to kick my butt up and down the gym anymore. I just wanted to be comfortable and somehow I wanted him to do the work for me or at least tell me something that was going to make the work easier. And that just isn't the case, right? So I told him I want to cancel the contract. And he said, no, you cannot cancel the contract. You're paying this contract out, but you're more than welcome to stop doing the workouts. Just realize that you will be paying for something that you're not doing. So I was like, okay, he was right. I knew it. I paid the contract out and I continued doing the workouts, but I did not get the same result as I did the first time because I was in a completely different mindset. So you guys get my point here. When you are accepting help, you need to be prepared to accept it by being coachable. That's the message that I'm trying to send you here. This could mean being a little bit more vulnerable, a little uncomfortable at first. When I hired my personal trainer, even the one who got me in the best shape of my life, I was extremely uncomfortable. When I hired my first mentor in business, I was extremely uncomfortable. When I hired my first VA, I was uncomfortable. When I hired my second VA, I was uncomfortable. Anytime you're growing and you're getting outside of your comfort zone, there's going to be discomfort and accepting when you're in the accepting place. That's part of it. You should already expect to be a little bit uncomfortable. If you're feeling that, congratulations, you're doing it right. In the acceptance phase of asking for help, you need to recognize that you're helping yourself overall by being open and honest and willing to try, change, experiment. This is all part of growth. And if you can nail this, you're going to get so much out of it. The reason why I say that these three things are part of an equation that makes help feel aligned and good is because if you leave one of these out, it's not going to work. If you ask for help, if you know when to ask for help, and then you know how to ask for help, but then you don't accept it, it didn't do anything for you. So it's important for you to make sure you keep all three of these steps in mind when you're thinking about seeking help. All right, so let's do a super quick recap on that, ladies. We ask for help before we think we need it, before our lives become a huge disaster. And the first question we ask is, who can help me with this? Secondly, how do we ask for help? First and foremost, if we know we have blocks in this area, we ask, how can I help me? The answer to that is usually by getting clear and making sure you know exactly what you need help with. Then you're going to give yourself permission to go ahead and pull the trigger, make that phone call, click on that website and go ahead and get that person to help you. And finally, you're going to accept the help by being coachable, by being flexible, open, honest, willing to try, experiment, and ultimately grow. And it is supposed to feel stretchy. It is supposed to feel uncomfortable. I say this believing that you know what is good for you and you know what uncomfortableness on a good level feels like. So ladies, I want you to take these tips and I want you to try this out. If this is something that you've been struggling with, I want you to write these down. If you need to listen to this again, go ahead and do it. And the next time you reach out for help, no matter what it is, no matter how small that is, I want you to go through this process and make sure you're nailing all three of these and then ask yourself at the end of it, did it feel good? Does it feel aligned? And can you see a difference in that area of your life? 
All right, friends, thank you so much for hanging out today and listening to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast. If you found today's episode helpful or you had any aha moments, we would love for you to share them with us by rating and reviewing the podcast in your favorite podcast app and or reaching out to us at Khalida at blackgirlbusinessbar.com. Also, ladies, this show is for you. So if there is a topic that you are dying to be mentored on, you have to let us know by sending us an email. We would love to do that for you. We're dropping episodes every Tuesday and we can't wait to see you back then.